All around the world, we have different ways of approaching change. We sometimes call them rites of passages when we go through something we've never accomplished before or a time in our life that we've never really recognized like marriage or when we get our driver's license for the first time or even when we start our period for our first time as women and it could even be just having a baby and it could even be our first day of school this is day 21 out of 40 of reflecting on the passing of my dad and also my own rite of passage as I grieve the loss of a parent for my first time. My dad's first day of school was when he was five and in his lifetime, in his generation in India, Going to school at five meant not seeing his family for six months. His mom had two dresses and my dad had lots of stories of how much he loved his mom and how sometimes he had to go and hide in trees if his dad got mad at him and one time he was carving a knife sitting in a tree hanging out and He showed me this scar on his hand and he was just carving maybe a little boat or a piece of wood to float down the river and he had lots of stories of how much he loved his parents and also he touched a lot about the hardships and for me this is the hardest time in my life. And I thought I'd just touch on a few things that I remember about my dad, like that carving memory. And he had some sweet times where he fell asleep underneath a neem tree. And they would use the neem leaves in India to brush their teeth. And he also remembers walking on one of his visits home from school. He would visit either in the month of May or for a month in the summer and then for some time around Christmas. So on one of these times visiting, he he, uh, would go and wander and go find some pigeons that were uh, roosting and eating the grain off of the granary and he would end up bringing them home for some extra food and his mom would be so happy and she would uh, prepare them for dinner and they also had lots of birds lots of chickens my uncle had lots of birds at one point that he'd be taken care of and he loved animals and my dad often talked about how my grandmother would bring home any or take in any hurt animals or sick animals and feed them and try to tend to them. So these are really, really sweet recollections from my dad that I hold dear. And it's really painful sometimes to remember 
his beautiful way of sharing stories and just knowing that he had so much to share and I often talk to him every week Uh, sometimes a couple weeks would go by sometimes three but not too long would go by and we would check in and tonight I was feeling really sad not being able to just call him and it's Sunday it's uh, the third Sunday since he took his last breath while he was sleeping and I will continue to share for the next few weeks and I started this podcast thinking of the number 40 and I initially started this looking for a way to reflect and I didn't have my usual pen and paper to write down my thoughts and feelings so I just picked up this this podcast that had been sitting for a few months in the background and I just started to record so tonight I also wanted to touch on how avoidance can happen in our culture when we go through huge transitions in our lives and some examples are like when we have our babies in our culture we are expected to just stay busy and we have these personal goals that might relate to like what we see define as success sometimes we think oh if we're up and at it really soon after we have a baby then that means that we've healed and we're strong and I just wanted to acknowledge that being strong sometimes means taking time and all around the world we've had ways of approaching the gentleness of postpartum with taking six weeks or 40 days to integrate life with a newborn and I'm realizing how important it is to take at least six weeks or 40 days to integrate life without a loved one like a parent and so in my case I'm doing this podcast to showcase how yes it's important to grieve and sometimes we need to take a break from grief but also there's a distinction between coping and avoiding grief and so I understand like by really feeling through this need to slow down and pay attention to this transition time means that I'm taking in this experience by really feeling through and being aware of what's going on for me and I could easily you know just take a Tylenol if I have menstrual cramps or I could just take a Tylenol if I have a headache and just keep on going in my day-to-day or I can self-medicate in other ways or like start drinking alcohol if I get really sad but sadly in this culture we often feel like 
we should keep going when our bodies or our minds or our hearts are telling us to slow down and not to block out and to change unpleasant painful feelings or those sensations that are awkward um, or that it can be embarrassing I just think that it's important to be really gentle with ourselves and um, to really kind of like I mentioned it a few weeks ago just how when you have a tender spot and you're getting a massage sometimes we just need to pay close attention to that spot that that needs some extra love and so avoiding grief can sometimes mean like withdrawing and just avoiding the situation by like staying busy or like avoiding things that really make us upset and and I think there's no one right way to grieve. That's something that I've really learned. Just like there's no one right way to give birth or to prepare to have a baby or to have your postpartum at transition time. And there's no one right way to experience these rites of passages and to adapt them in in a cultural setting. So it's just like an interesting time to really feel through and I thought I would just end this podcast on um, touching on how expansion can be painful and change can be painful and how important it is to take time and slow down and and I just read this interesting like quote how to face it and to be present with it in the moment and in the future has long-term benefits regardless of the changes that you're experiencing in your life and one final memory of my dad I wanted to share tonight is that when he first immigrated to Canada he didn't have socks to wear during his first winter and I know I touched on this a few weeks ago but I wanted to just share again how without these socks his feet were really cold so he put newspapers in his shoes and and his partner told me this and she started to cry how how hard it was for my dad when he first moved from a tropical country to Canada and how he didn't really have much money to even buy a pair of socks but at the end of the day he would laugh about it and he made a joke how the newspaper in his shoes was an opportunity to just read something while he was sitting down on the toilet so he always seemed to make light of hardship and that's something that they can continue to hold dear is that necessity of staying strong and we each have our own way of defining what strength means to us and so wherever you are in the world wherever you are in your life I hope that you're feeling strong in your own amazing unique way
Thanks for listening.